The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Paganism, shamanism, what do these ideas mean to you? Did you know that a lot of controversial views on these topics are based upon misconceptions? Welcome to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk, a.k.a. Susie Peltier. We will explain these practices in depth and provide new opportunities and perspectives to change your life. Now, here is Lady Red Hawk. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Lady Red Hawk, welcoming you to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs. Today's show is Discovering Taoist Wicca and the Wisdom of the Seasons. For a free graphic to support the information in today's show, go to www.facebook.com forward slash Taoist Wicca. When you get there, you'll see an array of pictures and just under the heading of Taoist Wicca on the wall page. Do a single click on the graphic, and that's the array of pictures. Once on the graphic, then look underneath just below the like comment box, and you'll find the link to download that graphic. Double-click that link, and you can print it or save it on your computer as a PDF. So after the download, go back to the wall and notice that there are three entries and there's a picture of me. Tag that for later because it's a video of me giving you more information on Imbolc, which is the upcoming Sabbath we're going to be discussing in our number of Sabbaths today as I describe the system of Taoist Wicca. Before we meet Lord Todd, our special guest today, I'd like to say that one of my intentions is to clear up a common misunderstanding. Wicca has many schools of thought and forms of practice similar to denominations in Christianity or sects in Buddhism. But I'm not pretending to speak for any other witches. Uh, what I am pretend, presenting is a viewpoint or tradition that I developed called Taoist Wicca. It's a spiritual coaching system as well as a spiritual practice. While traditions vary widely in Wicca, we all agree on a single point. Wicca is an earth-based spirituality that has nothing to do with the devil. There is no devil in Wicca. Now, I'd like to bid hail and welcome to Lord Todd. Hello, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Very Thank nice you. to have you. Thank you. Uh, Lord Todd hails from Seattle originally. He's um, uh, called San Francisco his home since Halloween of 1990. A musician for 29 years. He's been producing electronic music as B. Smiley for 14 years. He's the resident of DJ, a resident DJ of Supper Club since uh, 
2005, and he's created his own music label, Late Night Sneakin' Records, in 2005. He's visited sacred pagan sites in England, Ireland, Turkey, Greece, and Italy. And in 2010, he traveled to Egypt as a priest in the Awakening of the Divine Spiritual Tour. He's been a practicing Taoist Wiccan priest for nine years. So I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Great. So tell me, how did you get involved in Taoist Wicca? Uh, well, um, originally, um, I'd always felt a deep connection with nature uh, whenever I was hiking here outside in the glorious outdoors. Um uh, one day, I, uh, a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours, Dee Kennedy, stopped by my house and very intuitive person sort of um, picked up on my, my energy and various uh, symbols I had around my house, goddess symbols and whatnot, and asked me if I was, uh, if I was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she just came right out with it. No hiding that. <laughs> Not in the broom closet anymore. <laughs> yes. So I had, I had been studying um, goddess spirituality for, for a number of years, um, originally being influenced by um, Rianne Eisler's book, The Chalice and the Blade, and, and uh, Joseph Campbell's Power of Myth series with Bill Moyers. And I'd also had a very strong intuitive connection with um, Isis, the Egyptian goddess of magic, and um, the whole Egyptian pantheon. So um, I'd kind of been a closet witch for quite a while and just was kind of happy with that. But um, once Dee sort of told me about the circle with Susie, uh, she invited me to come to a ritual, and um, I just loved it right away. I mean, it was kind of what I would, had been looking for, but just didn't know how to go about, you know, finding a, a, a circle to become a part of. So it happened very naturally. And I think it was the goddess that guided me here. Um, I was happy to find a community of like-minded people. That's such That's a relief, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not the only one. I'm not crazy. <laughs> That's actually you know, like one... our next show. It's in my classroom, my psychic. <laughs> it's one thing to read read authors that, you know, are, are, are telling you things that you've thought and felt for a long time, but it's another thing to actually, you know, meet people face to face. And, and, um, I, I read Susie's, uh, introduction to her system and it resonated very strongly with me. And I thought it was a, you know, an, a unique approach to Wicca incorporating some Eastern philosophy with that as well. Thank you. It seems to work well for you too. Nine yeah. months later, you've... <laughs> a lot has happened. A lot of good things have happened. Yeah. Uh, it's been very helpful in my spiritual growth. Great, great. great. Thank you for coming. Um, so the, our first question actually comes from Stephanie, and uh, she wants to know what's the Tao got to do with it? So getting right to the picture of the matter, if um, you manage to pull out the um, or download the uh, gold coaching wheel, uh, that was posted on uh, the Dallas Wicca Facebook page and also on uh, Spiritual Sequels Radio page on Facebook. Um, you can download it from either page. Um, let's start by 
looking at the fact that there's a Tao there. And um, I want to remind you that um, the Taoism, there isn't so much difference between Taoism and Wicca, uh, really. Uh, we're, we're applying uh, Tao to the wheel of the year because it has a planting cycle and a harvest cycle, a time of growth and a time of decline. And also, the Taoism as a spirituality is a study of nature and patterns of energy in nature. And it uses subtle perceptions to follow and align with those patterns. And it was a nature worship developed in China about 2,500 years ago. And it once had deities, um, very much like um, the Orishas or nature spirits that are used in Santeria. Um, one ruling the wind and one ruling the oceans and so forth. And um, they kept little altars and votive offerings and so forth. And this was the religion of the peasants. Um, and Wicca, of course, was also a religion of the peasants. The people um, living close to the land were um, had their survival invested in watching those patterns. So... Um, and also they all often relied upon shamanic techniques, which are the oldest study patterns. And um, that means that there's a lot to kind of overlap these two um, traditions. Wicca's the tattered remains of Indo-European nature worship. And they studied energy and nature and depended upon the development of subtle perceptions also. So while much was lost during the burning times and Christian and Muslim conversions, each of us carries the ability now to plug into the collective unconsciousness and to develop ways to perceive and align with the energies and patterns of nature that we desperately need for today. So no matter how you look at it, we see ebb and flow, decline and growth, we see energy attempting to achieve balance through flux. And it is in what the circle with the dark and light squiggles represents. The dot represents love in this particular system as the source of all change. And it reminds us that duality is complementary, not adversarial. And that it has nothing to do, it isn't absolute. So... Um, we, that's where we begin to look at the system. So you see the darker waning half of the year, and that's the time from uh, summer solstice through Yule. And then the growth half of the year happens between Yule and summer solstice. So the Yule and Litha are turning points. Um, so if we go through the system... Systematically, you might say, um, our rebirth along with the sun god and the new intention happened at Yule, December 21st, 22nd, midwinter solstice. And then the next holiday to happen will be February the 2nd. And we'll have our first planting and forge commitments. That's in bulk. That's Celtic for oil milk. Then we'll have our um, full planting at spring equinox, which is March 22nd, 21st, 22nd. 
and Beltane, which has to do with love, self-love. And May 1st, Litha, or summer solstice, the longest day of the year. And that's June the 21st, 22nd. And Lamas on August 1st. Full harvest or Maybon on 21st, 22nd. And ending the Celtic year is October 31st, or what we would call Samhain. So I'm going to go back through the um, the rituals kind of one by one in a few minutes, and we'll talk a little bit more about them. But that gives you a sense of how the year progresses and what kind of a cycle you're in. You can tell immediately from this chart, ah, we're at Imbolc, so we're in a growing or waxing cycle. And um, the holiday opposite that will be our first Harvest, that's August 1st. And each holiday looks from the opposite direction. So from that direction, we, so from that concept, we're always looking from the underside of something, the underworld of something, right. and the big picture, something, what we want to manifest in this world. And then, then when it comes to the underworld, what are we letting go of? What has to change? What are we harvesting? What are we cutting down in order to make room and conserve the seeds and so forth? So in a way, even if you're not growing crops yourself, you still have the opportunity to cultivate yourself using this system. And so it's, it took, I didn't, I wasn't hatched with this idea. It took, <laughs> took rather a while to come up with it but um, over the years I've seen it that if you study these pivotal concepts rebirth commitment um, calling the allies and getting clarity on your goals and looking at self-love and um, accountability and um, embracing your own shadows or your dark places then you begin to find that you grow just because of the self the introspection so we'll be right back thank you you're listening to ancient wisdom for modern needs your online community for positive change Seventh Wave Network. Susie Peltier, Lady Red Hawk, offers private sessions of massage therapy, hypnotherapy, spiritual consultations, Reiki sessions, and trainings in San Francisco, California. She is available for in-person lectures as well as webcasts on a variety of topics such as stress management, holism, motivational speaking, and developing personal spirituality. Susie can also personalize a healing session or a spiritual consultation for you through Skype or by phone using hypnotherapy and distance sessions of Reiki. Susie is a reverend with the Universal Life Church and a third-degree Wiccan priestess performing interfaith pastoral duties such as hospice and family counseling, in addition to a variety of personalized rites such as weddings, house clearings, and memorials. Susie is currently taking applications for students in Wicca and offers circle trainings as well as priest and priestess initiation study programs. To find out more about Susie as a healer, teacher, and priestess, visit her website, www.susiepeltier.com. Email her at info at susiepeltier.com. 
or visit the Facebook page to find out more about Taoist Wicca. Our society is spiraling out of control. Are you stressed out and concerned about the events occurring around you? Is there hope? Yes, there is. Tune in to Living in the End Times, featuring your host, Monita Dukia, who will help you understand and navigate these perilous times. Living in the End Times airs live Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern Time, on 7th Wave. Awakened media for a transforming world. 7th Wave Network. Listening to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about this week's program, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at suzypeltier.com. Now, back to Spiritually Speaking. To spiritually speaking, ancient wisdom for modern needs. If you just tuned in, open it, quickly open up your browser and go to www.facebook.com/dallastwicca uh, to download your free graphic so you can follow along with um, the system I'm teaching today here with Lord Todd. Uh, you can email your questions at info@suzypeltier.com. At or give us a call, 861-866-472-5795. Welcome back. Today's um, conversation is about discovering Taoist Wicca. Um, I have with me a guest who's been my um, priest of my, one of the priests of my circle for nine years and counting, Lord Todd. It's been a good ride so far. Yeah, I think so. I love that and counting part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, just before we went to break, you had a comment about balance, and we'd like to go back over that a little bit more regarding the Tao. Right. So I think an important aspect of this system is that it emphasizes balance in life, um, balancing the different polarities that, that we encounter in our day-to-day lives, whether that's work and play or sleep and um, week time on, uh, you know, various other aspects of, of these polarities, which sometimes, uh, get caught up in things in life and we forget to take care of, you know, one, one side, side of that balance. And that's, that's when you get into trouble with health issues and, and, um, your mental state of mind and all that. And so, um, it's 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 a good reflection of nature uh, because nature is full of these polarities, whether it's you know positive and negative of electromagnetism or the or daily cycle of of night and day. Um, working with the Tao helps you remember to stay in tune with those cycles, um, the day to day cycles and the, the seasonal cycles as well. Right. Right, and also the, se- the the seasons are reflected in our psyches. So absolutely, um, whether whether we're aware of it or not, mm-hmm. a lot of people are not um, uh, aware of that as as the year changes and the, the light cycles change. 
Right. Which affects our psyche tremendously. Right, right. Um, it also has to do, this particular system has, the reason I called it Taoist Wicca was that it had, um, I wanted to, f- to remind people to have a focal point on the balance and also to yes. convey a complementary duality because we get st- stuck in the societal view of duality. Wow, which is opposition. Very adversarial. Bad and good. Yes, <laughs> yes. Battle <laughs> evil. Yes. <laughs> which is a rather simplistic, childlike way of looking at the world. Right. Because right? that's not really how things are. They're, they're part of a system. Right. These opposites are part of a system. They, they can't exist without the other. Right. And so you can't, de- which means you cannot deny the other. Right. Without acknowledging, you know, how they both affect each other. There's a saying in Wicca that we have to make peace with paradox. Yes. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate about Wicca. It doesn't say that you have to deny the paradox or choose between the poles. It says somehow or another many things can be true at the same thing, and on the surface they can look conflicting. Right. But we're the ones that bring the attitude of conflict to it. Right. The minute we use and, then a lot of that stuff goes away. Yeah. A lot of the problems go. Right, right. A lot of the difficulties. It's a a system that works uh, harmoniously. Right, yeah. To create the energy, basically. You know, that's how, this is how all biological organisms work and every, almost everything that we experience in our, in our world is, works on some kind of cycle like this. Right. With a with a little bit of the other, if you look at our bodies, women need a little bit of testosterone and men need a little bit of estrogen for right. their growth. Right. Which leads me to ask you about the relationship of God and goddess in the Taoist Wiccan circle. Because that varies a lot over Wicca in the various traditions. Right. So uh, basically the, the God represents the uh, masculine principle of um, in the human psyche, which uh, these attributes are linear, logical, analyzing, and fertilizing with an emphasis on ego consciousness and individuality. Uh, the God represents change in the world. The, the feminine principle uh, represented by the goddess is cyclical and intuitive, synthesizing, uh, also nourishing it's a nourishing aspect with the emphasis on the unconscious, uh, both personal and collective, and on relatedness, on relationships. Mm-hmm. So those two systems of, of philosophy or thought or energy work together in our world to create and manifest newness. Mm-hmm. So no matter where a person sits on their personal spectrum of how much masculine or feminine energy they feel like they need in their life, Taoist Wicca would say, you're still looking for what balances you. Right. And so some... the and Dianic, you have that within you as well. Right. The Dianic Wiccans acknowledge the god as the seed carrier, but that's about it. And, <laughs> and then you have... Um, uh, other forms that are very um, still have a lot of emphasis on the God 
energy. So it varies quite a, quite along a, a huge spectrum in Wicca. Um, now, yes, it reflects a problem that we've had the last five thousand years of uh, overemphasizing the the masculine god energy and at the, you know, sacrifice of the female energy and, and look where it's gotten us today. Right. Yes, we have amazing technology, but we're ruining the planet. Right. So, um, it's, it's kind of gone out of whack, out of balance. Right. And if we were to bring it more in balance, we would have more respect for, you know, our natural world and, you know, we could maybe create a sustainable society. Right. And more respect for people. For people, yes. Men are wounded by patriarchy as much as women are. Now, there are some women out there who would disagree with me, but I think the, the, the cost, yeah, the cost on, on men's sensitive side to live in the current culture is, um, very great. And they have to just about lop off all of their. Any sensitivity. Right. The capacity to feel and along with it that all of that psychic perception gets lost. Gets lost, yes. The intuitive side of things. And then be able to um, relate to other people's feelings. Right. As well. Right. And have their own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to acknowledge them. Yes. Right. Right. So I think there's a... a Anytime you repress those things, uh, it just creates problems. You know, that's where a lot of problems come from is, is repressing these natural aspects of ourselves. Right. Squish tomato effect. <laughs> <laughs> then it comes out in a very uncontrolled, haphazard, unpleasant way. Sometimes unpleasant way. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> so, so what's great about the Tao is it's all about the balance and, and it, it is complementary with the, the natural cycles that we, that we live with our lives through. Well, it also means that we don't have to slice off one part of our being to right. be effective in another. Right. It says that the comments help each other and define each other. Right. It's about natural. It's about integration. Right. And and the right and and left brain still occupy one brain case. Yes. <laughs> and help to express. It's not them. like one side works without the other. They no. work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's how it should be in, in, in our day-to-day lives. Right. And also within our system as, as it's evolved, people have brought in their own spiritualities to, um, to complement and augment our practices. So we have some practices that come from Santeria and some practices that um, some chants that come to us from Tibetan Buddhism and Hinduism, Hinduism and so forth. So um, it's a pretty eclectic, come as you are kind of tradition. It's, it's open-minded as well. It's right. not dogmatic. We aren't We're asking willing you. to look at all sources of, of wisdom. That the world has to offer. Right. And most indigenous cultures, no matter where they came from on the planet, have ways of invoking trance. And these ways of invoking trance can be useful when you're trying to get a message into the subconscious. So if you're starting to blend your spirituality with uh, um, having certain goals that you want to manifest, 
then you create a good trance so that you can bypass the conscious mind and go into the subconscious where you can actually live the myth. You can be um, in an experience that is transformative rather than just thinking about transformation. Right. You have to, you have to experience it. Right. Now, along those lines... This is what ritual is all about. Right. Along those lines, um, you had said once that uh, ritual helped you attune the subconscious mind to nature's rhythms. Uh, can you speak a little bit more about that? Well, so it feels like when uh, I'm in a ritual that the conscious analyzing mind kind of shuts down for a bit or kind of goes to sleep. And the subconscious mind is more activated to um, experience this inaction of a, of a myth, which is what our ritual is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's feeling and communicating with mythic, mythic aspects, uh, archetypal aspects of consciousness or subconsciousness. Right. It also gives us a chance to to acknowledge that we're fundamentally divine beings, which is one of the precepts yes. of this practice. And so we're all there kind of, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit like kids playing a game of fort for a while insofar as we're all there under the agreement that the big refrigerator box is now, <laughs> <laughs> is now a fort, but yes. with us all in agreement that we are bringing our divine selves present and speaking through that divinity when we make our declarations and when we um, make our commitments, then we can kind of bring that divine self to witness and in the process of creation. Yes. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Is there a difference between dream work and intuition? The relationship is closer than you think. These are mutually supportive concepts. When you dream, your intuition serves as a foreshadow of the future and can bring rapid results through dream analysis. Tune in to The Partnership of Intuition and Dreams with your host, Dr. Marcia Emery. Explore this unique relationship and learn to understand how the symbolism of dreams can be clarified. Listen every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Susie Peltier, Lady Red Hawk, offers private sessions of massage therapy, hypnotherapy, spiritual consultations, Reiki sessions, and trainings in San Francisco, California. She is available for in-person lectures as well as webcasts on a variety of topics such as stress management, holism, motivational speaking, and developing personal spirituality. Susie can also personalize a healing session or a spiritual consultation for you through Skype or by phone using hypnotherapy 
hypnotherapy and distance sessions of Reiki. Susie is a reverend with the Universal Life Church and a third-degree Wiccan priestess performing interfaith pastoral duties such as hospice and family counseling, in addition to a variety of personalized rites such as weddings, house clearings, and memorials. Susie is currently taking applications for students in Wicca and offers circle trainings as well as priest and priestess initiation study programs. To find out more about Susie as a healer, teacher, and priestess, visit her website, www.susiepeltier.com. Email her at info at susiepeltier.com or visit the Facebook page to find out more about Taoist Wicca. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Be extraordinary. 7th Wave Network. Listening to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about this week's program, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at suzypeltier.com. Now, back to Spiritually Speaking. My guest, Lord Todd, and um, we're talking about the system of Taoist Wicca. And if you haven't already um, gotten the free download that's on um, my Taoist Wicca Facebook page, uh, go there. It's uh, www.facebook.com forward slash Taoist Wicca, and you can download the free graphic that'll help you follow along with the system. Um, Lord Todd and I wanted to kind of walk you through the um, the Sabbats and their meanings a little bit more clearly now that you have the the dates um, in your in your mind. We just passed Yule, in which we made a new intention, and as you might recall, my first show was about the power of intention. So, intention is a very very important tool for growth. Because it's like aiming an arrow. You have to be clear about your target and you have to put all of your energy into it. But there's a certain amount of letting go of the arrow and trusting that you've aimed it well that gets you there. And so when the light has a chance to come back a little bit more fully by the 2nd of February... We're going to be forging commitments. Sometimes that uh, ritual is called uh, Bridget or in bulk. And it's uh, Gaelic for oi milk, which meant, means use milk. And so it celebrates the first planting of the seeds as our commitments. So to use Taoist Wicca as a coaching tool, you would 
make a heading of your intention, and then your Roman numerals would be your commitments. And then come the next ritual, which is Ostara, you would put the ABCs under those commitments. So if good health was one of your commitments, then maybe one of the ABCs would be seeing a dentist or um, uh, getting a physical, something like that. So Ostara kind of fills in the specifics of of your your strategy of, of how you're going to achieve your intention. Right. And it also gives you a checklist. Yes. So, which always makes you feel good when you start checking those things off. You, you're 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 accomplishing something. You're you're on your way to achieving your goal. Right, and it's and you're making a pact with the universe. There's a a lovely um, poem by Goethe that we use that says, "Until one is committed, there is always hesitancy, always ineffectiveness. But the moment one is committed, then providence moves too, and I really believe that's true, that the universe will give you a lot of, lot of reasons for not completing your, your tasks and veering off if you want to um, delay your goals or change your mind or, or something. And, um, but you have to know that the commitment is like the 401k matching program with the universe. You know, the universe is only going to match you when when you pulled in your full effort. So it generally, if you're... That's right. It's, the universe is not going to do all the work for you. <laughs> right. And if you're half-ass about it, then it's, it's going to meet your magic with that kind of, well, sort of half-ass kind of reward. It's very interesting to see how that goes. In fact, what I've found is the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Yes. Yes. And, but we always have to fertilize whatever our dreams are. We have to fertilize those with love. Everything we manifest comes from a place of self-love. That um, if we're not manifesting from self-love, we're manifesting from fear. And generally, um, if we're manifesting from fear, uh, we're not going to get a very pleasant result. No, the, your plant's not going to grow very well then. Your, right. Your crop. Right. Which is sort and, of the metaphor we're using here. Yeah. And also, Beltane honors the marriage of the god and goddess within, an inherent worthiness, that inherent divinity that we were talking about. And that's celebrated with the maypole, which represents the god's phallus impregnating Mother Earth. And so, so we this wrap. This is the real fertilization period here. Right, exactly. Exactly. And we all have a, bring a beautiful seven foot ribbon and we dance and chuckle around the, the maypole um, to wrap these beautiful ribbons on it. And then. When we come into Samhain, we cut those away because the last act of self-love is to cut away suffering. So we're always looking at the same theme from the opposite side of the spectrum. At summer solstice, we call the fruit, the sun god dies, and we look from the crown chakra with apex vision at the longest the maximum light we're going to have all year round. And that's generally a time for me of oohs and ahs and how remarkably intricate the universe is. It's a game of connect the dots. 
but we can't forget that we're the ones connecting the dots, you know, and we're choosing our perspective and it's kind of like a Roshot test, you know, <laughs> we're the ones deciding how it's going to look and how haphazard it is or whether the fates have everything all settled, all nailed in or whether there's free will at work or whether you're going to take responsibility for um, taking care of the business in your life or whether you're going to say, oh, well, you know, that didn't happen or I had the best of intentions, which is odd because in our language we say that when we don't accomplish something. <laughs> and yet, ironically, we have to have the, the intention in order to move the process along. That's right. This is also a time to um, take account take account of where things are and, and consciously review um, your progress through the right. Wheel. You get out your little checklist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's a, it's about accountability and owning, you know, your actions um, and not seeing yourself as a victim in life, but but as a, a active participant. Right. Right. That that there's a true partnership between you and the universe. Right. That, um, you know, we can intend the best, we can do the best, and then life happens because life is bigger than us, you know, and sometimes it propels us. We have to assume that it's still propelling us along the, the path of divine purpose. Yeah. And we have to keep claiming no that divine purpose. That even, yeah. Even if we're not clear on what that divine purpose is at the moment, we have to assume that everything that we're experiencing is contributing us to us manifesting that. Right. We Just like this show is a wonderful example. Uh, six months ago, I had no idea I was doing this show. So, voila. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Like magic. Uh, then Lamas is our first harvest that takes place August 1st. And I've noticed that while other uh, traditions look at this as a first harvest celebration, most people are not in the mood to celebrate anything at that particular point in time. They're stressed and they're really working hard and it's the time when all of the doubts uh, self-doubts can come up and really sabotage us because when you think about it, what we're about to do in manifesting a crop or manifesting the next stage in our dreams is to supersede anything we've dreamt of before or accomplished before. Right. So we're and going so, into unknown territory here. Right, right. And if you grew up with the assumption that you had limitations, right. Those limitations can be big boo-boo monsters to, <laughs> to um, getting things done because your pattern would be, your old pattern would be self-sabotage once right. you got close to making so it. Yeah, important to, to keep your eyes open for that kind of thing. Right. It's also a dress rehearsal for Samhain. Samhain is, um, is the... Um, Wiccan term for Halloween, where you have to give up all of the material things, at least recognize that they aren't owned by you. Everything, including the body, is lend-lease. And um, 
So there, if we don't have a strong core, if we've not named our shadows when there's still some light in the summertime, we are likely to be overrun by those shadows at Samhain when everything's breaking away and we're actually dying metaphorically and going into the underworld so that we can recycle our baggage and be reborn with the sun god. So after Lamas, we come into the full harvest and I call that the hero's quest. We did a personal soul retrieval at Lamas where we looked at our own personal shadows, but there's much to be learned from the uh, Holy Grail stories, which came out of the cauldron myths, by the way, which were pagan to start with. It meant the womb of the goddess, but also wholeness, the reunion of matter and spirit, as Joseph Campbell would say. And um, so we all kind of go on a quest, uh, kind of like one of those games you might have played as a kid where... I called it safari, you know, where everybody, you know, there's somebody hollers a lion and you all duck. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. And ours is just that, um, that quest to vanquish the evil wizard that is manufacturing all of these cultural lies. Right, which is all things that you do to self-sabotage yourself from achieving your goals. Right, and culturally. So we'll yeah. be right back to have a look at good look at Samhain. Thanks. Stay tuned. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Susie Peltier, Lady Red Hawk, offers private sessions of massage therapy, hypnotherapy, spiritual consultations, Reiki sessions, and trainings in San Francisco, California. She is available for in-person lectures as well as webcasts on a variety of topics such as stress management, holism, motivational speaking, and developing personal spirituality. Susie can also personalize a healing session or a spiritual consultation for you through Skype or by phone using hypnotherapy and distance sessions of Reiki. Susie is a reverend with the Universal Life Church and a third-degree Wiccan priestess performing interfaith pastoral duties such as hospice and family counseling, in addition to a variety of personalized rites such as weddings, house clearings, and memorials. Susie is currently taking applications for students in Wicca and offers circle trainings as well as priest and priestess initiation study programs. To find out more about Susie as a healer, teacher, and priestess, visit her website, www.susiepeltier.com. Email her at info at susiepeltier.com or visit the Facebook page to find out more about Taoist Wicca. Are you experiencing imbalance and disharmony in your life? Do you feel like you're laboring under the burden of emotional trauma, failing relationships, or unresolved grief? Learn ways to turn your life around. Set yourself on the path of transformation with host Anjali Chug. Our topics of discussion will show you the way to feel happy and liberated. Start by tuning in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, for Path of Transformation on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. 7th Wave Network. You 
are listening to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs with Lady Red Hawk. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about this week's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at suzypeltier.com. Now, back to Spiritually Speaking. Lord Todd and I are back, and we're talking about the Taoist Wiccan uh, coaching system and the spiritual practice of Taoist Wicca. And when we took a break, we were just about to talk about Samhain. And Samhain is our um, Halloween. Samhain is Gaelic for October, actually. And uh, our circle splits this a very important holiday up into two rituals. We do a dark moon rite for the ancestors um, earlier in October, and then we do Samhain itself, which for us is a trance journey through the underworld where we make masks and... and uh, yeah, we enact a ritual hunt Yeah, uh, where the, the last three aspects of the god, the horned one, um, dies to feed the tribe. Yeah, it's um, it's very stirring. It's it's good. It feel I feel like it puts me in in touch with like the very ancient part of 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 my psyche, you know, that goes back to the hunter gatherer right. days out on the the plains. Right. And when you think about it, really, two hundred fifty thousand years of existence, and it's uh, was spent in that phase, and really only the last. Uh, conservative estimates, seven to ten thousand years have been in any kind of agriculture. So, right. th- the so this is a very strong part of our psyche that, that that's still active. Right, you know, so. and the and the the um, many cultures that still hunt today enact um, hunting rituals and say suitable prayers to replenish the herds and flocks before they go hunting and they wouldn't dream of doing one without the other um, and that speaks to to this idea that the hunted and the the hunter are sacred kin and there's a bond between um, nature and that you don't take more than you need um, all of these ideas of course we could benefit from today, today yeah. very much yeah um, tell me how has um, how has this system helped you individually define and achieve your goals and so forth? Right. Well, um, first of all, it was in, in, in instrumental in, in gaining more self awareness of um, you know how how I'm in tune with with this, the cycles of uh, nature, um, and then it also helped me. Um, be more clear about what kind of things I wanted to achieve in my life. Uh, setting your intention is really kind of focusing on a specific sort of goal and instead of sort of a nebulous kind of um, just want things to get better kind of you know, <laughs> thing that doesn't seem to be um, that good at kind of making forward progress. So, you know, it's a step-by-step uh, system throughout the whole that goes throughout the whole year that that allows you to um, work 
you know, progressively in, in kind of, a, you know, a year is a long time to get something done without feeling like a lot of pressure. So, right. Um, you're, you're just learning to hold yourself accountable for achieving the things that you want. Yeah. And Which learning a lot of to... times you don't do if you say you want to, like, you achieve something in your life. You, you could end up... The failure you could end up blaming on a lot of other things instead of your your own inaction. Right. So it, hel- or, it helps you stay honest with yourself. You know, right. if you're making a commitment to something, you have to like work as well as you can to get through with it. So um, it's it's helped me um, focus on on creating a record company for my music and um, you know finishing projects that maybe wouldn't have gotten done as quickly if I didn't, you know, start using this, this system. Mm-hmm. To, um, you learn to hold yourself accountable and do it, do accomplish your goals with integrity because whatever you do comes back to you three times three in Wicca, which is one of the reasons we have nothing to do with black magic because, good heavens, you want to work something negative and have it come yeah. back nine <laughs> times? <laughs> <laughs> do the math. Do. <laughs> <laughs> making it work, making life harder on yourself that way, really. Absolutely, absolutely. So you've managed. Um, so one of the things that you've brought for us today is a cut of music um, from your record label. And um, if you'd kindly tell us a little bit about that, we'll go ahead and let the listeners hear it. Yeah, this is um, a track called Om Tare that I did with um, a singer named Irina Mikhailova, who's from uh, Kazakhstan and, and St. Petersburg in Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, this was uh, featured on my um, five-song EP called Harmonic Nature, which came out on Samhain uh, last year. Nice. What a what a great um, last manifestation for the year. Yeah, it's, it was uh, it was good to you know that that was a definite you know achieving of of something that I set out to do at the beginning of the year. So um, you know this thing works. It's the system works. <laughs> <laughs> you you, have, you definitely have to you know if you don't put the effort into it, it's not going to work. But it's it's a good map for um, you know success. Right. Eerily so, because I think the the, um, the impetus to do psychic work is definitely uh, hardwired into our beings, and oftentimes we cause a lot of hardship on ourselves if we're not listening to that. So speaking right. of listening to things, um, Mr. Engineer, would you kindly play that uh, Om Tade, which is a uh, uh, Hindu... Um, chant to the goddess Tara. Right. She is the Tibetan version of Kuan Yin. For mercy. The goddess of compassion. Right. And healing. So we, uh, is that going to be coming up here in a minute, or? There it is. 30 seconds? Yay.
lost my ending. If you'd like to hear more um, about uh, Todd's of Todd's music, you can reach him through my website, bsmiley.org. Also, you can find all my music on Bandcamp bsmiley.com um, and late night sneaking records on bandcamp.com so and if you'd also like to hear more about Imbolc you can go to the Imbolc video on my Taoist Wicca Facebook page and while you're there after you've liked me there go on to Spiritual Secrets Radio on Facebook if you'd like the show then support it by clicking out the online store that by checking out the online store and the things that uh, you can can buy there, including an I survived Samhain T-shirt. <laughs> Absolutely, something to be proud of. I'm Lady Redhawk. I've been and you've been listening to Spiritually Speaking: Ancient Wisdom for Modern th- Needs. Thanks to Lord Todd and all of you to listen. Remember, the magic is in you. Merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to Spiritually Speaking, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Needs. Please join Susie Peltier again next Monday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a wonderful week. Wave Network. Experience your spiritual journey every week on Synergy with Makila. She's known as the Magician of Light.